You are listening to the In Her Eyes podcast. I am your host, Lynn Niehaus, episode 42. Hello, hello, my lovely friend, and welcome to the In Her Eyes podcast. I am your host, Lynn Niehaus, interior designer, artist, mama, scientist, color specialist, and space coach, here to help you navigate the beautiful messiness of raising strong, thriving daughters while you discover the path to a home that inspires you. You will learn to design gorgeous, peaceful spaces inside and out that you can be proud of and love coming home to. Each week, we will explore how individuality and practicality create the harmony our souls crave. Let's dive in, my dear, to all of our beautiful little episode for you today. I'm going to teach you a couple of tricks or a couple of diagnostic tools, if you want to look at them that way, for testing whether or not something is good for you or whether something is something you need or maybe it's something you should pass on. And I'm going to be very honest with you. When I normally bring to you something that falls into the more woo category of things that I really try to provide you with some sort of scientific evidence or a particular story that gives you a relationship to why I'm bringing this to you. And this is something that I really have no understanding of and no real evidence other than personal experience and how I've used it and how it's been beneficial to me. So I really just want you to have fun with me here because this is a way to look at things as a little more fun. And even if the things that I teach you don't feel right for you or they don't necessarily work for you or something that you're not really keen on. It's fun to take a minute and pause and it gives you the opportunity to step back into the present moment. And so many times when you're doing things unconsciously or subconsciously or just out of sheer habit, of doing things, you don't give yourself that opportunity to pause. And at the very least, this will give you that, which is really fun. Now, what I want to teach you today is called energy testing. Some people call it strength testing. So if you've heard of it, you might know where I'm going with it. Up until recently, Up until recently, I didn't know the name for this or I had never experienced it in a way that you could do it on yourself, which um, I'm going to tell you in just a second what, what we're talking about. But when I had first had someone do energy testing on me, it was my naturopath, my, my herbalist, Um, I think she prefers to be called a naturopath, but I always refer to her as my herbalist. (laughs) Um, She was, I'd come to her with a couple of issues 
and she was working through them. And unlike in Western medicine, where doctors are kind of going off of experience and learning as a way to diagnose you, her method was more interactive and it was testing out different things to see how my body reacted to them energetically and I didn't really know anything about this and so I kind of just followed along and did what she asked and I was always amazed with what she came up with. For instance, I have some nerve damage in my arm And one of the things she wanted to test out was an herb that is very effective for Lyme disease. And I had had some blood work done and it was showing that I had had some exposure at some point to Lyme, but it wasn't active. Uh, So the neurologist that had been going to didn't just discounted it. He just told me I'd had a Lyme vaccine at some point and moved on. And I was pretty sure I had never been vaccinated against Lyme disease. So I asked him if there was another way it could come up in my blood profile. And he said, no. And he just assured me that I had been vaccinated against Lyme disease at some point. And I didn't have my medical records in front of me, so I couldn't really argue with him. So I didn't really know. But my herbalist asked me, as we were talking about the symptoms that I experienced, just the similar rundown that the neurologist had looked for. So heavy metal toxicity and Lyme disease. And so she was moving through these different ways to see how my body responded when she put the treatments for those individual things up against the, my body. And when you're when you're doing energy testing on someone else, what they have you do, and there's a couple different ways to do it, but what she would have me do is she would have me hold whatever she wanted me to test in one hand, press it against my above my stomach area um, so that that area that's known as the solar plexus and hold my other arm out perfectly straight and then she would push down on it and the amount that I was able to resist her let me know whether or not it was something that would help me and if there's a lot of YouTube videos out there where you can watch people do this on other people. And it's once you have someone do this to you for the very first time, it's really pretty powerful because the difference in your ability to be able to resist, especially looking from the outside in, um, it's really funny because you feel like you're giving it everything you have. And sometimes the other person can push down really easily. And sometimes you can resist them really, really well. And when you have that strength in your resistance, that means whatever you're holding against you in the naturopathic medicine, it means that it's something that your body could use. It's something that would be helpful to your body. So it wasn't until I was taking a course, an online course that Donna Eden 
was teaching that I learned how you could get these same results by testing yourself and similar results. And again, this isn't something that's written in stone. Um, and at, after I tell you how to do it, I'm going to tell you some other things that I used it on that I thought was really made this a valuable tool that it would be fun to teach and to encourage you to experiment with, play around with. And if if you're like me and your family already thinks you're just a little kooky, um, you know, you can decide whether you do it in front of them or when they're not actually watching. So there's two ways to do this energy testing on yourself. The first is stand on one leg like a flamingo and hold the other knee up like you're going to march and just lift your leg up and then using your arms, push your knee down. If as a baseline, you'll realize it's pretty hard to push your, your knee down. It's not something that you can just do, um, you know, on your own. But if you pick up a pack of potato chips and hold them against your stomach, it suddenly becomes really easy to push your knee down. I decided to do this because I had just started a new vitamin regimen and the vitamins called for taking them four. it was three separate vitamins that you take four times a day. And when I first started taking them, I had an incredible boost of energy, like unbelievable boost of energy, like feeling 10 years younger. And, but because it was just hard to remember to do it four times a day, but I found that the times where I actually did do it four times a day, I was having some trouble sleeping and I was trying to figure out if maybe that was actually too much for me. So I decided to employ this method that I had just learned and had really great results because I realized when I had taken already twice during the day and then I held them up, I felt the difference in my strength level by, by doing this. Now, the second way to do this same test, and some people don't, just from some of the comments I read online from when I was watching a YouTube video to see it demonstrated specifically, I'm going to try to explain it in a way that um, you can certainly seek it out and watch any YouTube video you want, but I... Um, I didn't quite understand it when the person was explaining it the first time. So I'm gonna try and explain it in a way that really does make sense. The second way is a lot more discreet than lifting your leg in the air like a flamingo. But like I said, some people don't feel as much of a difference when you're doing this as they do with the leg. So what you're gonna do is, if you've ever asked a three-year-old, especially one that just turned three, how old they are, and they very, very proudly show you, you know, hold up their hand showing you their three little fingers sticking up. Um, and it's always funny, because sometimes you've, you've seen them, they try to think about it, and sometimes they'll use their other hand to move their fingers, not necessary, but it gives you a good idea of a visual. So your three, 
fingers in the middle. So your, your, um, your middle finger, your ring finger, and your pointer finger. You're going to hold up and then you're going to take your thumb and you're going to take the top joint of your thumb and you're going to press it over the top joint of your little finger. So when you do this, you're gonna be holding your hand up like a very proud three-year-old. Um, but what you're physically doing is you're taking that little finger joint, the top of your little finger, and you're pressing it into your thumb. And if, you, if you're not driving, actually if you are driving and you're in a place where you can test this along with me, um, you can feel if you're doing this that um, it's pretty hard to if you're trying to make your your little finger overpower your thumb it's really hard to do that so your thumb is pretty capable of um, you know of holding it down if you're not testing anything out but for me I felt once I got my head out of the space where I thought, oh, maybe I just really don't want this and I'm kind of letting go. Um, that's really the biggest challenge with energy testing is getting your head out of the place where you're doing uh, straight analysis. So what I learned that I found was really helpful was to whether you're doing it by lifting your leg and pushing down on your leg or you're holding the three fingers up if you want to do like a baseline to see what the difference feels like and this was where some people felt like they didn't have that much of a reaction or they felt like their their brain was like superseding their reaction Put the opposite hand, so if you're doing this with your right hand, you put your left hand on your on that solar plexus area, that you know, that point just above your belly. Um, just hold it flat. And then say out loud, you know, my name is whatever your name is. Um, so I would say my name is Lynn. And I feel, you know, how I basically can't push my finger out from under it. Um, then I say, my name is Patrick. And somehow <laughs> my little finger can just wiggle its way right out. But when I say, my name is Lynn, no matter how hard I try, I can't let go of it. Um, or I can't, it, it can't make its way out of my thumb if I'm trying, if I'm really pushing hard. Um, so have some fun with it and give it a try. I, so like I said, I gave it a try when I had a question about these vitamins and instead of going online and doing some research or calling the person that I was getting them from and saying, Hey, maybe, you know, if you'd heard anybody else experience that, you know, they seem to be happier with doing the vitamins only three times a day instead of four times a day like all those things we do that sometimes just feels like on the to-do list or you just one more burden to add to our day this is just a quick and easy check and it's funny because since getting that really powerful reaction that I got when I tried it 
And I tried it a couple of days in a row and I got the same result each time. Um, I tried it in the morning and held my vitamins close to me and I felt really strong. And then later in the day, um, after taking the second dose and did it, you know, and did it again, um, you know, I felt really like it, it definitely wasn't something that my body needed. And then I tried again a couple hours later and my body still felt like it didn't need it. I, um, you know, I, I honored it and I just kept, you know, trying until the response I was getting in my body was me back to that great feeling and having the results that I really wanted. And then a couple of times in between, you know, suddenly I had a sugar craving and I, you know, just walked in the kitchen and went to grab something and, and then just picked up a couple different things. And I, had some dark chocolate. I try to eat dark chocolate fairly often. I can't say I eat it every day. Um, but when I have a sugar craving, that tends to be what I gravitate towards. But I, you know, I just grabbed something else that that was in there that looked really yummy. We had some cookies in there and I held it up and I was like, wow, <laughs> your body doesn't want this nearly as much as you think it does. And so, you know, I grabbed the dark chocolate and I was like, wow, your body really wants this. So it's kind of fun. And then one day I was craving some crackers and I don't eat a lot of, um, you know, processed food like this. And they were, you know, good whole grain crackers. But I, um, I actually did it to try and talk myself. I was like, oh, you don't need crackers right now. So I picked up the crackers and I held them against me and I, you know, I, I did my fingers in the, in the strong three and my body really wanted, I felt really strong with the crackers against me. And so I thought, hmm, you know, a lot of the guilt that comes with what we think you know, what we might be craving or what we might think we want. And the guilt that comes after that might be, I know it's bad for me, but it might be completely unnecessary, if not even wrong. Um, Just by taking that couple minutes to just be present with my thoughts and thinking about what it is that I want. Um, So give it a try, and I really hope that you do. I have an episode coming up for you next week that you're going to want to bookmark this episode and remember it if you don't have an opportunity to try this with a couple of different things because I have a guest next week who is so beautifully brilliant with communicating what, how to interact with your body in a way when it, whether it's exercise or whether it's food, most of what we talk about on next week's episode is food, but, um, or nourishment and just thinking of it in an entirely different way than we think of in our Western culture. You're going to love this episode so much and I can't wait for you to hear it. So practice these little tricks and um, let me know let me know how it feels for you if you got any results or if it just was a whole bunch of hogwash to you I'm happy to hear that too because I love knowing what lights you up so thank you my friends thank you for tuning in and I hope you had fun with this and I hope you take it and actually have fun with it have a wonderful week 
Thank you for joining me here today on the In Her Eyes podcast. If you heard something today that resonated or helped you move forward on your design vision, please head over to the platform you get your podcasts and subscribe. And it would mean the world to me for you to leave me a rating and review. The complete instructions for doing that are on the In Her Eyes podcast website. That's inhereyespodcast.com forward slash review. And while you're there, be sure to grab my bedroom project planning workbook. It's the step-by-step guide to designing a room on any budget that truly supports your needs, your style, your habits, and you or your daughter will love coming home to, whether you're seven or 77. And it's my gift to you for tuning in. And if you have an idea for a podcast episode, something that you're struggling with, or something that you'd like to hear more about, please fill out the form on the bottom of that page. I personally read every single submission. If it's something that I feel confidently that I can speak to and help you with, I'll absolutely create something that will help you out. And if it's something that I feel like someone else can guide you better, I will guide you to that person, I promise. Have a beautiful day, my friend. Until next week.